Welcome Central Valley soccer fans to the State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host Luis and today I'm joined uh, once again uh, by Jared. Sharon is still out in Europe and she will be over there for uh, the next week. So Jared, how's it going man? Uh, it's going excellent. Uh, just uh, looking forward to the weekend. You know, just uh, one, one last weekend until the big trip to Jer- the Jersey. So definitely look forward to that. How, re- how about you? I am doing good. Um, right now, as I'm speaking, I'm actually not even in the States, right? I mean, I'm still, I mean, I, I should say that differently. I'm actually in the States right now, but uh, when this thing gets posted, I'm actually not going to be in this country. So, uh, yeah, I, I should be doing good, hopefully. Uh, hopefully all everything worked out great. Um, but I'm really excited. I'll be going to uh, TJ and uh, over there to the beach. So should be a, a good time and pretty good weather, too. So nice. This, uh, as we mentioned before in our previous pod, there's a special episode that we have for y'all today since we're not going to be recording our reactions to the game against the lights, being that I'm out, Sharon's out. Uh, we wanted to still have a podcast posted for the week. And so without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our special guest tonight, everyone's favorite podcast magic, Bill and Bijev. Welcome to the show, man. How's it going? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me again. Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, things are going really well. Uh, coming off a couple of tough losses, one that I'm sure the SAC fans aren't uh, as upset as I am about, but uh, it's, it's been good and, and I'm doing really good. I'm glad to hear that. And yeah, it, it was a tough game. I know uh, when we last had you on, I kind of joked around of like, hey, imagine if we play against you guys and and it happened. And I was like, darn it, man, I didn't want to be right. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it was meant to be, I think, with the way the the hosting of the Open Cup, the teams that were hosting, it was pretty much like 50-50 chance that we were going to meet up with you guys. And it ended up happening. Um, fortunately, it was a great game. I think both sides played really, really well. And um, again, congrats to SAC for, for pulling out the win. Yeah, I think we've uh, gained some uh, omen status with our picks for the Open Cup because of, of course, uh, Luis uh, mentioned, wouldn't it be funny if we end up playing Central Valley Fuego FC? And then once that match ended and I found out who Republic FC were grouped with, I was just chomping at the bit that we end up hosting or playing Phoenix Rising FC. And lo and behold, <laughs> it, it came true. But uh, I know that was definitely not a match uh, to really be on one side for because... I mean, great effort, great match uh, by Central Valley Fuego and that you put on there as well. And I believe you almost got one in the, the net as well. But uh, we're, we're just glad that to have you have you in Sacramento, even if it's just for a match, I mean, even if it's another team. So it's, it's always great to welcome you home in one way or another. Yeah, no, it was a fun experience and great to play uh, at that stadium again. I played there uh, against Sac with, Timbers too. I've played there with SAC many years, obviously, and now uh, came back to play against SAC again. But fun stadium to play at. Obviously, really, really good memories there. And um, looking forward to SAC beating Phoenix now in the Open Cup and rooting them on for that. Oh, yeah. Are, are we all right? Because we, we know that we we have some some things with them, right? <laughs> we, and especially if we can kick them out of a cup, just like, you know, we got kicked out of uh, the playoffs the other year. Slapped, yeah. slapped out of the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. I'm glad you you brought that back up, even though he's he's not with them anymore. But um, 
we're going to be playing against them. We play against Indy 11. So uh, <laughs> the handball chant, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we're really excited to see you back in Sacramento. And um, I know you had a couple of good opportunities that could have been a goal. And I know we spoke about it before. And had you scored, you you would have still not celebrated just uh, as you did and right when you guys scored. And, and I had that observation that I noticed as I was watching uh, the goal. And, you know, we really appreciate those things because we don't see that often right and uh that we see a player come back in general right it doesn't always happen and you know based on a previous experience and jared is probably going to just mention his name right away too uh we know how that went down and so uh it was just a really sour feeling i think for most of us right and so the fact that you showed what a former player should act like is something that all former players should act like when they play against uh, their former squad well, as far as that goes, I mean, there's, I guess the best way to put it, and I know I'm going to age myself. I mean, it's it's definitely a clear case of goofus and gallant. If you remember some of those uh, highlights for children uh, magazines that you might have seen in the dentist's office years ago, how goofus would do the wrong thing and gallant would do the right thing. I mean, with uh, uh, he should, shall not be mentioned, but plays for San Antonio uh, had had a, uh, given an example of. That's definitely a goofus moment, but uh, with uh, with what you, you've shown when the Fuego scored, you know, granted, I know you wanted to just uh, get excited and everything like that, but given the fact that you were at your old team, I know there was definitely a feeling of, of conflict. I mean, yes, I want to support the team I'm playing with now, but I also got to remember the fans that uh, supported me you know, here in Sacramento, so I know it was definitely a struggle on how to go. Yeah, I mean, the the plan going into it was to have a hat trick and to have us win three to two. And every time I score, I, you know, give the, you know, sorry. Um, but for, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that much. But yeah, I knew going into the game, I, I just wanted to show um, my gratitude and respect for the, the fan base and the club itself. Um, so I had planned it before the game that if, if uh, I scored or... I mean, I ended up getting the assist, but still that I would uh, show my respect to the fans and kind of my gratitude for all of the support that they've given me. And if I if we could have won, you know, that would have been sweeter as well, but couldn't do it in the end. But yeah, so the, the gesture was uh, definitely just a sign of respect and gratitude. Yeah, it, it was definitely a tough match. And had you guys taken it to extra time? I don't know. I think it would have been something else. I don't know if we would have been so lucky because you guys, I think, had more energy than we did, right? Since uh, you guys, uh, you know, started defending the first half, which was close to working out, right? Because you guys managed to kind of change the game around in the second half. And I think if you get that goal scored earlier, I don't don't think we would have been as lucky uh, even getting the win. I think the 2-1 would have been the other way around. Yeah, I mean, the second, the first half, I think we defended a lot. Sack did a great job of pinning us back. Um, the interplay and combination play through the middle, even down the flanks was was really good. And um, I think it not necessarily caught us by surprise, but we were a little bit too passive and too defensive. And we, you know, had a hard time getting out of our half that first half. Uh, second half, we wanted to change it. We became more aggressive. We were also down 1-0 at that point. So we thought, okay, we need to step our lineup a little higher. We need to try to possess the ball a little bit more. 
um, we were able to do that and slowly kind of the momentum swung our way a little bit. I had that chance. I think it was still one zero at that point mm-hmm. where we got in behind and had a decent chance. I uh, wasn't able to hit the target, but that's the moment you kind of felt the momentum swinging. We were able to get one back. And then of course at one, one uh, in soccer, anything can happen. So had it gone to extra time. Yeah. It would have been super interesting to see what would have happened, but at the end of the day uh, we didn't get there. Yeah, and you guys have the momentum. And I mean, sometimes I even wonder if you guys would have actually played like you guys did in the second half and the first half. I think the game could have been different, right? Because you guys had plenty of really good opportunities in, in the second half. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sure it could have. Um, but that's the thing. You think about it, that was our fourth game as a franchise, as a club, mm. as a as a team. So um, I think it was a great learning point for us it was a an amazing opportunity for us to grow as a team and and to show what we're capable of and we were able to do that coming out in the second half and kind of changing our tactics a little bit um and again had we gone into halftime zero zero we probably would have been looking at ourselves saying like well hey we sat back but it worked they weren't able to to mm-hmm. score a goal on us but then getting that goal late in the half um obviously kind of changed things and we had to reevaluate and make adjustments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that goal was definitely a, a big key in the match is uh, the fact that they, they got the goal right there uh, towards the end of the first half. Um, and, you know, you, you mentioned, right, that the team, that was barely the team's fourth official match. And it doesn't even seem that way, right? It seems like you guys have been playing a, as a team for at least a year already, right? When when I watch uh, some of your guys' games. And I know it's been a little bit tough for you guys, right? Especially with the start of the league one, having uh, multiple away trips, right? It seems like you guys have been going back and forth to the East coast. And then last Saturday, you guys were in Nebraska as well. And so how has it been like for you to have to do so much traveling, like all at once without having like a game at home, aside from that open cup game that you guys had against El Paso? Yeah. I mean, it's not easy. The travel's far and um, the time difference affects things as well, but going into the season we knew that that would be the case um and then i think you play 15 for league one you play 15 games away 15 at home so whether you play you know all 15 away first and then all 15 at home you either get the advantage in the back end or at the beginning so having to go away at the beginning of the season will kind of help make up for itself towards the middle of the season where we'll have like two or three home games in a row and now teams are having to travel to us and they're making the trip. So I think it just evens out, but yeah, obviously it's not easy. And then throwing in the open cup where we're having to play midweek games as well, um, definitely makes things a little bit trickier, but fortunately we've done really well so far and um, the team's held up great. We don't have any major injuries either, which I think is also a super important thing for a team like us that guys are able to stay healthy. So um, yeah, hasn't been easy, but again, no excuses because you either, you got to travel and then teams will travel back to you and it'll make up for it in the, in the middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, um, all teams still get the same amount of home and away games and it, it probably is better, right? If the home games happen more to the later half of the season, because, uh, the team's going to be a lot more solid, right? You guys are already like working great, but it's going to be a more solidified and, you know, the home fans are going to be able to see a really great game too. So I think it, it benefits the fans too. Yeah, no, I agree. We'll have, as we have our first home game, we'll have already a couple games under our belt. So we'll be 
um, a little bit more tested and kind of a little bit more experienced playing together and be able to put on a, a real show for our fans when that home game finally comes. Yeah, and especially hey, all those uh, away teams with the uh, crazy hot weather that <laughs> we all know that Fresno can get, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, it's it's tough for us even. Like, I mm. grew up playing in Fresno, obviously, even as a kid, and I, I don't know how I was playing those midday games <laughs> in the middle of summer. Um, but you got to do it. So same thing when we're having to travel away to these games and the weather is, you know, different than what we're used to. It's going to be the same thing on the back end when teams have to travel to us and maybe the weather is a little tough for them as well. So I want to talk about the the recent goal that you had, um, last minute goal, right? You got to tie the game over in uh, Charlotte and the goal also won goal of the week for USL too, which congratulations for that. I'm really glad that you got the honors for this one because it was a crazy like Ibra style goal. And so... Can you walk us through like how it happened and and just just what was going through your mind as as this play happened? So I knew there wasn't much time left, so I thought my my mindset was like, look, we just got to get a shot on target or just just take a shot at least, you know, give ourselves a chance. Um, and then all kudos to Frank, who's the player that went up and challenged the goalkeeper. So when I saw them going up to challenge, the keeper came out to punch it. I saw the ball was kind of within my reach. The keeper was out of the box. So I thought, you know what? This is a chance. Let me just kick it towards goal. If I can just get it on target, give it a chance. You know, even if one of their defenders clears it off the line, maybe one of our guys will have a chance to tap it in or something. So I saw the ball coming and I just kicked it over my head towards the goal. Happened to fall perfectly under the bar and over the defender's head and go in the goal and just super thrilled and so excited that it went in. Yeah, I was starting to wonder if you've ever spent any time in St. Louis because that was looking like a gateway arch of a kick right there. I mean, it, it was just amazing. You just said, got a random kick on it, got so much arc, and it just landed perfectly out of the goaltender's reach, falls right into the, the goal mouth, you know, to, to, to get the uh, match tied up. I mean, it was it was just amazing. I mean, there's there's reasons why this uh, won uh, goal of the week. And once again, congratulations on that. It was just definitely worthy of that honor. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was definitely acrobatic. Um, and I think it's kind of a once in a career type of goal or, you know, once in a lifetime type of goal. I think there's many players and good players who probably haven't scored a goal like that. So um, I think because of that, it, it deserved goal of the week more so than if I had hit like a, you know, cutting inside and hit a banger top corner. I feel like those kind of goals while still amazing and very hard to do are a little bit more common. And you see them, you know, once a week or once every other week, there's goals like that. So uh, I think a goal like that is a little bit more rare and um, few and far in between. So yeah, I'm definitely proud of it. I gotta see if we can make it into an NFT and, and then, uh, Save it. Yeah, these days, I think anything could be an NFT. And, and this one would surely be worth a lot for um, what, what it was, too. So, you know, we, we've been seeing some of the League One teams in the Open Cup, and we've seen some cup sets already, right? Union Omaha is the first one that right away comes to mind and how they beat the Chicago Fire over in their stadium in extra time, taking it to PKs. Like, that, that was just an intense game. But 
I want to ask you, you know, I know you've only had three games so far in League One, but how has the level been like for you uh, to play against them? Have you noticed the level actually be as close to the championship as we've seen it in the Open Cup? Um, I think the level is very close. I think the top half of League One can compete in championship. I think the top half of championship can compete in MLS even. So... And then the top half of MLS is is probably the, the top level in the U.S. Um, so I think that's very promising. I think there's a lot of good players that are now a little bit more dispersed between the leagues. And uh, playing in League One, the level is high. There's some good players in this league. And um, I didn't expect it to be an easy league by any means. So it's, it's stayed true to that. And um, I do think... As we're seeing in the Open Cup, teams now in the League One Championship and uh, MLS, they're they're kind of on par with one another. Obviously, you still have your, I think it was at LAFC, they won their game five or six zero. Um, so obviously, there's still you know the top MLS teams are still the top MLS teams, but um, kind of everything else is more meshed together, and I think that's doing uh, great things for soccer in the U.S. because now there's high level soccer played. Um, in the different tiers. Yeah, and I think this definitely speaks volumes as far as how far professional soccer has come uh, in the U.S. compared to back in 1994 when we hosted the World Cup. That just ignited the fire for soccer here in the U.S. But now we've come so far to where even USL Championship is being representative in, in video games now. Uh, recently, uh, Konami had their new version of what was previously pro evolution soccer, but now is renamed eFootball 2022. So nowadays you could actually play as your favorite USL championship team. And who knows if, if this keeps going through, I mean, next year, who knows if, if they may even bring in the USL league one or league two. I mean, how awesome would it be to, to actually play as say uh, Rodrigo Lopez, you know, just nailing the, uh, the penalty kick from, from Folsom or seeing uh, playing as a villain, uh, kicking at yet another gateway arch goal you know, right there in the game. Oh man. I think that would be awesome. And again, it's just going to help grow the sport so much more because now kids are not only coming to the stadium and getting to watch these players live, but if they're able to play with them in a video game and then also come meet them in person, I think it'll mot- motivate them a lot more um, as well. Cause then they think, look, this, this guy's in a video game. Maybe maybe one day if I work hard enough, I can be in a video game. And then like a little fun fact, I was actually in uh, FIFA 14 back when I was with Liverpool. Uh, so I think it was like in the either the online version when you updated it or something. I was in FIFA 14. So hey, hey, fun hey. fact. Wait, 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 wait. You were in FIFA 14? Yeah. FIFA 14 uh, on Liverpool's roster, actually. Ooh. Okay, that 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 is news to me. I'm gonna have to start looking at GameStop see if I can uh, pull FIFA 14. Uh, what what you reckon, Luis? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm impressed. It's one of those things that I'm gonna have to go back in time and and see if I could go find it so I can play as Bishop. I can't even. I mean, I I've played every single FIFA as the years went by and I used to be like a big time FIFA player since like 
FIFA 06, I started really get into it and up until probably like FIFA 19. And so I know FIFA 14 saw a lot of hours of play. So yeah, that's that's really awesome. At some point, I must have played against uh, your team. So uh, yeah, that, that is that is something else. And, and, you know, it's so cheap right now that if anyone wants to go buy it, I'd go buy it. But yeah. that, that is that is amazing. News. Check those uh, resale stores or those uh, video game shops. If they got FIFA 14, pick up a copy and then see for yourself. Man, I may have to make like Kylie Minogue and step back in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go take a road trip back to 2014. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely had some good times back then. <laughs> um, there was a World Cup on that year, too. So, wow. Lots of what's going on uh, during that year. And I remember... There were some really good Liverpool players on that squad, right? Gerard was still there. Luis Suarez, right? I think that's when he had his like uh, amazing year, right? He just was scoring left and right, if I'm not I mistaken. Think, uh, I think Coutinho was in there as well. I think. Yeah, there there, there yeah, were a few players on there. And, yeah, no, it was a good squad. Wow! So y'all heard it here. If <laughs> if you go back and get that game, go ahead and add. BHF to your squad and and you have all the other players that are going to be right there and he'll be ready to give some assist to Luis Suarez. So uh, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how much help my character will be. <laughs> I'm sure my rating wasn't very high, but hey, you can still throw me in there and they say, you know, a player on FIFA. <laughs> well, it might have been the pre Naruto run and pre rat tail <laughs> days, but you know, you got to start somewhere. I mean, the, the legends start uh, with one step forward and and that was some of the first few steps uh, given that year. So, man. That's my man, big that's... claim to fame, FIFA 14. <laughs> you know what? If we if we do have another episode of uh, State of Republic Jeopardy, that's going to be uh, a Ooh. question right there. I like that. Yeah, what former Republic player was in FIFA 14? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that, that would be... Uh... A really good one. And, uh, you know, there's a way to actually edit players. We'll have to see if we can edit your player. And you can actually uh, make your stats higher. Make, make me make better. Them where they should be at. Kick them, kick them all the 99. Help me. <laughs> Help me. Boost me up. Yeah, we'll, we'll boost you to 99. And then, yeah, you're, you're going to be getting offers from Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester City, all that. They're just going to be. Transfer me. I love it. Transfer me to Sac Republic. <laughs> uh, well, if we can make the jump to eat football, I don't know. Jared could probably tell us if you could create a player. Could you do that on there or not yet? Um, I haven't seen it on eFootball, but then again, there are some limitations uh, as far as that goes, because when I started the game out, uh, it gave me a whole bunch of random play- players and coach and everything like that. But I ended up signing uh, Mark Briggs as the manager, and I could actually sign the current roster. I ended up having to... Um, find out somehow to release the random people so that way I could keep on the authentic players. Uh, one thing I had noticed, uh, the roster updates are pretty needed because I've seen, for example, uh, Solomon Asante, he recently signed on with Indy 11, so they don't have him on that roster. When I tried to sign players onto uh, uh, Monterey Bay FC, they had nobody listed, not even Officer Rafi. He was not on the roster. Yeah, no, they got to update that for sure. And then if they can add USL League One and you yes. put Stevie Fuego on there, put me on that team and 
you got to update me on that one too. If you oh, can upgrade well, the players. Believe how me, the, we're, how are the rankings on there actually? Uh, I haven't had a quick look uh, at any other teams, but I've seen as far as a uh, Republic FC, a lot of them hover between like fifties uh, and sixties. You got a couple that, that are 70, like in individual aspects, but I guess on, on, on average between fifties and sixties for a lot of the players. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no, man, that would be awesome. I'm sure for like all the sack fans, if you could play a sack and same, if you could throw, CV Fuego in there and have like these kids in the Valley playing as, as us and getting to play me as a video game character and then able to come out and watch the games as well. I think it would be so amazing for the kids. Oh man, that would be awesome. We need to get Konami on that ASAP. (laughs) Tag them, post them. You heard it here. Add USL league one. (laughs) Yeah. Make it happen uh, sooner. Um, I do have to say now that I, I remember you have been on my copies of FIFA because since you can't create a player, I've actually made a BJ over the last couple of years. And you've been playing with Cruz Azul, though. I haven't okay. played you with other team, but we, we need you over here. So, yeah, I've, I've had you with, <laughs> with oh, uh, Cruz Azul. Yeah, hopefully my rating's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Your rating is at least in the 90s, too. It's it's definitely above my own player, above Jared's. Jared's also a player there. Um, so Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're in the team. 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, J- Jared's a defender. I'm, I think, in, in the forward position, and you're in in forward as well. So, <laughs> oh, sounds about sounds about right. You know, I pro- probably go more towards uh, defending if anything. Yeah, no, if oh, we so had a men's tall, league team, <laughs> that's um, how it would be. We, we get we gotta have the tall guys out back. So that's why I keep you in in the defender, Jared. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> you're a crusher. Uh, well, that that that's awesome yeah really really great great thing uh great little thing that you just mentioned to us and uh yeah we're really excited to uh say that today we're, we're probably going to do a promo out of this too so thanks for uh letting us know that too awesome yeah no now they better sell out of all the fifa 14 copies and all the retail resale <laughs> stores so everyone's gonna go and hey is it fifa 14 no oh, everyone's looking for this game <laughs> When I should crazy, buy a right? copy though. Now that we're talking about it, I don't think I own a copy. We may have to change so that. Like, yeah, yeah. I need a. I'm gonna start now. Go look in some stores around here and see if they have a copy for me, so I could just, you know, have it for for memory's sake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, you know what? As we're speaking right now, I'm like, I'm gonna look it up on eBay and see what, <laughs> see how much oh, there, people there would have be. to spend there to get be. it too. I mean, you're probably looking. Oh, there's like six dollars. Um, five dollars you want a can't brand be, new copy maybe 10 bucks <laughs> can't be too expensive that's crazy that they still have brand new copies yeah so if, if anyone wants a sealed one and have vjeb sign it and just keep it sealed then <laughs> uh there you have it i mean you spend less than 10 bucks and you have a brand that's new an game. ultimate collector item right there yeah you know what we also need to make you a custom cover as well with people 14 uh, there that'd be really cool that would be neat. Yeah, within like a Liverpool jersey. Yeah, with the one that they were wearing back then. If you back have like then. a picture from back then, we'll just add you on on the cover. On the cover. Okay. That would be neat. That would be neat. Nice. Well, th- that's going to be really interesting too. And I'm sure a lot of the game stops in Sacramento and Fresno are going <laughs> to be seeing a lot of people call them up to ask for FIFA 14. And uh, 
I wanted to ask you, uh, now that you came to play over here too, you know, we saw a lot of the fan base from Fresno come down and shout out to all of them, right? Because uh, at least like 30, 35 of them made the trip out here and, you know, they were being really supportive of their team throughout the game. And even after the fact, uh, it was kind of uh, interesting to see them still, you know, doing their chants uh, as they were marching out, out of the stadium. And we, we got a little... Um, audio clip of them as uh, Sharon was out in the press conference. And so if anyone heard them, they were actually really loud because you could even hear them uh, as far as, you know, uh, on the pitch. And so uh, it was really great to see them uh, be that way. And so uh, wanted to see if you had any message for them, especially since, you know, they made the trip out there and if you had anything to, to say to them. Yeah. Like you said, man, massive shout out. Um, I think they had a bus going and they all drove up and, came out to support us. And honestly, that makes such a massive difference. I think every player says that about their fans, but um, coming to support us for those away games, just like halftime, we're walking in to go to our locker room and you have to walk past the fans. Right. And they're just shouting like words of encouragement and, you know, motivation and helping uplift us. Cause you get down, you know, we, we concede a goal late in the half. Obviously you're like a little like, dang, man, we, that sucks. And you're walking in the locker room, like head down a little bit. And then they're picking you up, like chanting, playing the drums and shouting words of encouragement and stuff like that goes such a long way uh, for a player, I think in any sport. So a massive shout out to them for coming to support us. Uh, even the one home game we had against El Paso and open cup, they didn't stop singing the whole game. I think they were standing up the whole game. Um, and it just made the atmosphere so much more amazing. And it's super loud on the field. You know, you can barely even hear your teammates. So, um, no, just huge thank you to them. And I, I just, after seeing that now, I can't wait even more for our first home game where um, we'll really see their support and their full numbers come out and uh, sing the whole game for us. Yeah, that was just amazing. I mean, I've seen some of the uh, the photos of the uh, – uh, the Fuego supporters make that trip. I mean, it just uh, bundled up in, in one corner, but they were loud as anything. I mean, I was, uh, it, I mean, it does my heart good to see folks coming from down in Fresno, make the trip up highway 99, you know, to support their, their team only a few matches into the, the new uh, tenure for the club. So I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, to this being a, a new rivalry, even if it's just with friendly matches or open cup matches, or if they get to bump up the USL championship, I mean, it's going to be a great uh, 99 rivalry. I, I look forward to seeing this happen as frequently as possible, whether it be matches at heart health park or coming down to Fresno, it's, it's going to be a magnificent rivalry. I mean, even, even better than what we had against uh, Reno better than what we have against uh, Oakland roots SC. So I'm hoping somebody makes it happen in the next couple of years to get more uh, Republic versus Fuego matches going on because we, we love seeing that. We love hosting the, the away supporters love that energy. love the banter. Yeah, no, I think it would be absolutely amazing. Um, and it could be like a more, I think like a more respectful rivalry than, and not as maybe, not necessarily hateful, but with a lot less animosity than maybe some other rivalries. I think it could be obviously when we get on the field, each team wants to win and each group of fans is going to, you know, yell what they're going to yell and there's going to be banter. But 
at the end of the day, I think it's a, a rivalry where we can, whoever wins, you know, or we draw, whatever it may be. Um, we, we each get go out of it, like with respect and say, you know, as long as we're in league one as well, good luck to you guys. And I hope, uh, SAC wins the USL championship this year and CB Fuego wins USL league one. I think that would be an absolutely ideal year for me. Yeah, and I still got to get, get a kit for uh, October's match against FC Tucson. So I got to get that sorted out. Uh, hopefully they make 3X because uh, I'm not exactly a skinny fella, as uh, some folks have seen. Yeah, but nah. if, they run big. They... they run big. You'd fit a 2X for sure. Okay. Okay. I mean, that seems to work with the uh, TBB uh, kit that I have. So sounds like it might work for that as well. So uh, we'll make it happen. I already got to get Luis one still. Uh, <laughs> He's the next jersey up that I'm getting, so yours will have to be the one after his. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it, we we got till October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be going again before that. So, uh, yeah, that that works out great. But I'm with you on the rivalry. I, I've always said it ever since your Fresno FC was around that they needed to have some sort of like cup, right? The Highway 99 Derby, the Highway 99 Classic, whatever you want to call it. So I think it would be really great if they did that in preseason, right? Where you have a game like that. You and even probably have it in like neutral grounds, right? Somewhere in between. I'm I'm a little biased because I went to Stan State and Sherlock, but you know, we played against Fresno FC there at one point. So why not have it there and you know have that be like a yearly tradition thing, right? Let's see who takes the cup home, right? And it it could stay in one place or it could, you know, swap hands every year yeah no that would be awesome i think last year in okc they had something like that with tulsa uh with a wrench like the oil wrench yep the um, uh that was more during the season uh whoever won out the season but yeah um i think something like that would be amazing yeah i think that was the uh the black gold derby i believe it was but yeah you're definitely correct on the wrench and i do remember that going back and forth between uh the energy and fc tulsa so that was also a, a good rivalry right there uh hopefully they'll be able to to bring it back uh, next year once uh the energy have their uh, stadium situation uh, taken care of yeah no i really hope so um i had a great time playing there and there's some amazing people uh, in that organization and just soccer is really popular there as well i think they had a, a facility out there that had like you know 14 15 fields like a huge facility for soccer that um, on the weekends there would be kids tournaments there and games there so soccer is definitely really popular there so i hope they're able to bring the pro team back and um, get that rivalry going again so right before you guys have your um, first home opener on, on the first saturday of may at 7 30 p.m against uh, greenville uh, you guys do travel over to Madison, right, to play Ford Madison, who um, has really amazing kits each year, right? They're, they're always known for having uh, some really impressive ones. And uh, now they're also known as uh, the team who has our former uh, player, who was also one of your teammates, right, Andrew Wheeler Omunu. So tell us about what that match is going to be like this Saturday, traveling over there and getting to see uh, an old friend of yours. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, as soon as the schedule came out, I marked all the games that we play against them. Um, I had the fortune of living with Andrew, uh, Laney and I, my wife, we lived with him, um, our last year in Sacramento, absolutely amazing person, um, have nothing but good things to say about him. So as soon as the schedule came out, I marked my calendar for all the games against them. Um, and all the chances I'd get to see him and where we could just talk in person and and hang out for a little bit, but I mean, I want to beat them really bad because 
at the end of the game, when I ask him for his jersey, I want to be on the winning side of it, um, you know, and ask him for his jersey so he can switch and I, I can have one of his and he can have one of mine. But um, nothing but respect for him. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that matchup. And coming off of, you know, our last two games, we lost in the Open Cup and we lost our last league game. So it's a really important game for us to kind of get back on the right track. And it's the last game before our home game. So um, I think three points would be super important for us there as we get into that home game and can kind of capitalize on a win and gain a little bit of momentum for um, going into the beginning of the season. So one last thing um, before we let you go. And again, thank you so much for um, being with us here tonight to get this recorded here. But what message do you send to all the fans in, in Sacramento that you know are wishing that you were back with us? And and we know a couple of them, right, that are that feel really strongly that you should already be with us again. But um, you know, fortunately, you're doing good things with the Fuego right now. But uh, what message do you want to send to them too? Uh, just thank you guys. Thank you for everything. Um, obviously, your support means a lot to me, and I'll always make time for you guys. Uh, Fresno's not too far away, so. If you guys want to come down for a game, please do. I know uh, a couple people came for the Open Cup game already. Um, and there's plans for, for people to come for, to our first home opener. So you guys are just, you know, a two, two and a half hour drive away. Um, obviously, if SAC doesn't have a game, come down, catch a Fuego game, and uh, we can hang out after. And if you, if you have time to stick around uh, and I have the next day off, I'd also love to show you guys around Fresno. Um, I know it, some, it can have a bad rap, but I think it's a great city. So if there are any fans who, who would like to do that, um, you're welcome and doors open. You know, I think I might take you up on that too. I, I, I used to go to Fresno um, often a couple of years back. And one of my all-time favorite sushi spots is actually there, uh, right there next to Fresno State, actually, uh, Oini Oishi. So definitely okay. need to go check that out with you. So I don't know if you've been there yet, but it's top of the line and they have really great deals for lunch too i mean super great deals on I, I have been there i have been there yeah but let me yeah. know hey anytime you're in town please let me know i would be more than happy to to hang out and grab some sushi awesome sounds good and you know uh when you talk about other fans uh making the trip out from sacramento to fresno which yeah shout out to them because that's a that's a big drive right i know it's like an hour and a half from where i'm at and for them it's probably like three hours coming from sacramento and uh, I actually know one of them, and I'm sure there's probably others as well, but Ryan Strange, who listens to our show, and he actually got season tickets already as well. So, Oh, he should have told me. Do you know what section he got him in? Uh, I think he got the best possible section. I think they're like front row seats or um, okay. floor got seats. The nice yeah. ones. Shout out to him. Uh, I can't wait to see him at the games. And then uh, also section 106 is the that's where my friends and family are going to be sitting that's where they're buying season tickets so if anyone wants to be in that section get your season tickets for 106 oh okay oh perfect yeah well just a little insider information there cool yeah well everyone knows that so <laughs> go get your season tickets there because it might be a bit tough to uh buy single tickets uh in that section now no you mentioned it right watch now, now that it's out there <laughs> everyone's gonna be doing that too awesome it's the well, fifa 14 section oh there right. we go <laughs> you can have It'll everyone the bring the game on on the home opener watch it's gonna be, be the hottest ticket in town 
Well, yeah, yeah. they are the fuego, right? So you have to have more like themes like that. So, yeah. And I think now uh, it's like the highest level of professional sports in the Central Valley as well. So, yeah, that's also pretty cool. Yeah, you guys, you guys are up there, and uh, without a doubt, you know, I think you guys should be in championship because we really enjoyed when we saw Fresno FC in championship, and we we want to see more games that are um, in the in which you know we're playing for points, right? Because those always get super competitive, and and then we can have that cup if there is a home and away. So it, it might be a little bit more interesting too so well i mean also look at uh, galaxy too i mean they're playing their last season in the usl championship why why not uh take uh, galaxy two out and bring on the fuego that would be awesome i don't know what all the like technicalities are to do all that but um no that would be awesome and then just to have any like more local game would be amazing not having to travel as far so oh yeah we were into it having you know use adds another team that's pretty local and more accessible to fans as well. Yeah. Oh, that would be so great. Right. You guys join the league and we have Monterey, Oakland. I feel like a little cup could probably be formed around those four teams, just being so close to each other. Preseason tournament. There you go. Yeah. Even if we're not in the championship yet, do a little preseason four team tournament. They they really should. Right. Because I know we just have preseason games and, yeah, you know, we get happy if we get a win, great. But if you have a little cup in between and, you know, you just add to the competition and to people wanting to get that cup and you do that as a yearly thing, I mean, Copa. they really should do that. <laughs> Copa de Califas. There we go. Copa, Copa de, Califas. de Califas. Cool. There you go. Hey, we got a name. We just need, need someone to organize it now. <laughs> um, but it works then with the name and all that. So... <laughs> Awesome. Well, Billion, thank you so much again for uh, being with us here tonight. As always, uh, we really appreciate you every time you um, hop on the show here and allow the fans to hear more about, you know, how things are going with you and with the Fuego. And we'll definitely have you on uh, sometime next month so you could talk to us about how the home opener went too. Yeah. No, thank you guys so much for having me. And thank you for, for the platform where, you know, people can kind of stay up to date on everything that's going uh, on in my end and then as well as all the recaps you guys are doing so um keep up the great work and thank you guys for having me on again oh we appreciate you kind of coming uh, on once again you're always welcome i mean you're you're part of our family even though you may not uh represent old glory right nowadays you're still familia to us i appreciate that thank you thank you I, it's a different red now it's the fuego <laughs> red but yeah i'm still, different- I'm still close by a different tint, but still red. <laughs> a different tint. Actually, this is this is one of the shirts. I think it's it's like a different red. Oh, nice! Oh, cool! Wow, one that's a nice design. Club. Yeah, it's a cool little design. Yeah, but still red. Yeah, different different tint. Cool. Well, you're also part of the State of the Republic podcast team too now. Now that you have your scarf and hat too, so. There's that too, yes. not just the family, yeah. but even more family. I have the merch now so I can rep it. <laughs> I can rep the State of the Republic podcast. Once again, thank you so much to our uh, podcast magic, Bill and Vichev, for uh, being with us here on the show. Um, it was really great to hear a lot of things and, you know, just hear how things are going in USL League 1 with him and you know, getting to hear the fact that he was in FIFA 14 and Section 106 is the place to be at for Fuego games uh, at home. We got some interesting, like, 
things, right, Jared? Oh, <laughs> uh, absolutely. I'm still picking up pieces of my mind on the floor. The, the fact, the fact that he was actually in FIFA 14. I mean, that's wow. I mean, I had not even known that before that we actually had video game greatness in our roster and we didn't even know it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm going to have to start looking at GameStop on, uh, uh, over here on McDowell Road here in Avondale and see if they've got it or just look at some of the uh, nearby locations or maybe even if Amazon has it. I mean, that, that'll work out even better. And just to hear how things are going for him in uh, League One, I mean, it's definitely uh, something to be proud of. I mean, it's he's helping to bring uh, Fuego FC up from just starting out to being a major contender for the uh, League One championship as as best as possible and the fact that he's going to be playing playing against a uh you know his old roomie uh andrew Omunu, uh this saturday as that's i i kind of wish i was in madison just to see that match you know to be honest <laughs> yeah it, it's going to be a really good one and you know we're really looking forward to um the all the games that they're going to have this season and you know, I'm really excited for other home games, right? And, you know, the anticipation for it. And I know they're already selling tickets if anyone wants to go to it. Again, Saturday, May 7th uh, at 7.30 p.m. They'll be hosting Greenville Triumph. And uh, they're going to be playing their games at Fresno State, which is going to be so great, right? Because, Jared, if you remember, they used to be playing at a baseball stadium, right, where the Grizzlies play at. Yep. And, I'm not a fan of playing soccer on baseball stadiums, right? I feel like that's, I'm like, if you can avoid it, avoid it, right? And, you know, to top it off, the stadium had a lot of capacity. And so it's one of those things where it seems like there's not as many people, which there is, because that stadium is just, you know, high capacity, right? So now that they'll be playing at Fresno State, it's going to be a whole different vibe. And I already know you're going to have crowds out there because it's, situated in a really good spot right for those of you who don't know fresno state right it's right off uh one of their highways there and there's so much to do there's so much good food like i just gave a shout out to my favorite sushi spot that's right there um so if anyone does make the trip out this season you're gonna have plenty of good spots to get food at before the game that are really within a block or two from the stadium itself so it's so convenient and you know shout out to fresno state for allowing the fuego to play there while they uh, built their stadium it's going to be a different atmosphere there i i know it's going to be the best league one atmosphere and you know i can't wait for us to see that in championship as well because i know that the people in fresno and not just fresno right but keep in mind right all the other uh, towns that are around it are going to be traveling down to fresno to watch this team play each time they're playing at home and also people from Sacramento. And I even think people from my area too, over here from the 209 are going to be uh, making the trip out there, especially as word gets out, right. That they're having home games. And as they start taking video of how the games are like and start advertising that in the area, people are going to be like, this is something else. We got to go check this team out. So I'm really excited. Yeah, the 209 is just going to be surrounded by uh, world-class uh, soccer. I mean, at, at all angles. I mean, Republic FC to the north, uh, Central Valley Fuego to the south, 
And then next year, uh, SC Stockton of the USLW League, Central Valley is going to be a hotbed of soccer more than it is even right now. I, I, I love it. I mean, I just love seeing it. Local talent, local clubs. I'm just jumping at the bit right, right now, just thinking about, about all, all this happening. Yeah, and I add to that, and, and I know it's going to happen one day. I, I don't know when, but I, I'm pretty sure, right, as, as League 2 and League 1 get more sophisticated, Academica from Sherlock is going to be in League 2 or League 1. I am yes. almost sure, and I can't wait for that moment to happen. It might be more League 2, right, based on town population but they are going to be in the usl system soon and that's a team that should already be in the usl league system so oh they're they're definitely going to tear up a league two or league one whichever one you put them in i mean just get them in there already yeah please league league two and just get them there i want to be able to say i have a championship a league one and a league two team and I want to be able to say that. And once pro rail becomes a thing, hopefully one day in the USL, that's going to be even more cooler to be able to see the different teams and follow them and their journey to promotion. Cool. Well, this was really great, Jared. I'm glad that we were able to um, talk to Bijev and learn all these things that we didn't know before. And so thank you so much uh, for, for being on and uh Yeah. Yeah, thank thank you once again, Villian. I mean, it's it's always great having you on, uh, going over, you know, the, the matches that that you're playing now and in the past, and everything in between. How life is going for you? It's, it's always great catching up with you. Awesome. Well, everyone, uh, be on the lookout for our uh, next podcast, uh, in which uh, we'll be talking about the next uh, Sacramento Republic game against New Mexico happening on May the 4th. Uh, Again, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, we'll see if we see any Star Wars references going on throughout the game. Um, But that game will be happening at 7 p.m. So Wednesday game, you know, I I know it's not always the easiest thing to go to these games, but if you have the time, then please be out there supporting the team uh, as, you know, we take on a really difficult New Mexico United side that you you can never expect whether they're going to win or lose because they, they've had uh, an interesting season that can go either way so far. And then also, if we have any East Coast Republic FC fans, get your tickets for, for Republic FC versus uh, Red Bulls, too. The tickets are as cheap as $18 uh, just before taxes and fees. And even then, after taxes and fees, it's not even going to be more than $25. So make the trek to Montclair. If you're there, hit me up. I'm going to be in the away supporters section. So East coast uh, Republic fans uh, stand up. Let's get this going in in, uh, a little over a week or two. And if you want free podcast stickers, Jared's going to have a lot of them too, as well. So just, just ask him if you go to the game. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. We'll, We'll definitely have stickers out there in Jersey. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much to all of our listeners all throughout the Central Valley and out of state and even out of country now as well. We really appreciate your support as always. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. So thank you so much for all your amazing messages that you sent to us and and for listening to the show. We always keep track of that. So uh, we we really appreciate all those things. Have a great night, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next Thursday here on State of the Republic podcast. Have a great night, everybody, and follow us at at State Republic 12.